and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can read us on our Twitter feed, at Enthusiacs, and our video content resides at our YouTube channel, Enthusiacs. And uh, Tony, remind me, what's the Twitch channel again? Uh, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Enthusiacs. Thank you. Uh, my name is Baron Fang, or Jeff, and with me once again are... Jennifer. Hello. Welcome back, Jennifer. And of course, Tony. Hello. <laughs> and uh, let's hit it uh, off the top, as always. Uh, what's everybody been playing? Uh, we'll start with you, Jen. I have been playing uh, Luigi's Mansion on my Nintendo 2DS, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> oh, and Gears of War. Yeah, excellent. Cool. <laughs> cool. And how about you, Tony? Uh, just got the Master Chief Collection, and mm -hmm. so that's pretty much been it. And you pr probably won't need to ask me for the next six months what I'm playing, because this will be the only thing. So, <laughs> yeah, Is 450 achievements. Yeah, I was going to say, between the achievements wow. on, on this, it's going to keep you busy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, for myself, um, a bit of Gears of War Corp, and a little, little bit of Sega Rally, and I've uh, been replaying the Portal 2 campaign on xbox to get the achievements because <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I saw there were a lot of a lot of really that's i there's a lot of games on on 360 and you'd probably agree with this, with this tony that the achievements are not fun they're more of a grind they're more of a procedural sort of thing uh, uh I, yeah for most games portal 2 i don't really remember portal, uh, i know i've completed it i just don't yeah. remember all the miscellaneous ones portal 2's achievements are all fun now there's some secret ones and there's ones that take a little bit of searching around and there's a couple that are pretty challenging like breaking all the monitors and we like wheatley's oh, monitors yeah. and stuff like yeah. that but <laughs> they're all worth it and a lot of them actually have like extra kind of plot and stuff attached to them as well uh so yeah they feel worth it uh and not yeah. just uh like left for dead for instance there's some achievements in there that are hard and challenging then there's other ones that are just like give pain pills to a bunch of people <laughs> over and over again oh yay <laughs> so, yeah anyway um having been late to the xbox party uh generally i i'm uh, finding achievements for a lot of games i would have played on previous consoles and enjoying them well, uh, our main topic this week is another franchise. We uh, we had a lot of fun with our first uh, franchise talk, which was Assassin's Creed, and uh, we thought we'd uh, re-get the band back together <laughs> for another franchise uh, that we've uh, teased on a few other episodes here, particularly the Open World Gaming podcast. Uh, and if you haven't guessed already, the uh, the topic is Grand Theft Auto, uh, the game that uh, put the company now known as Rockstar very much on the map and arguably put a lot of the uh, whole sandbox genre in general on the, on the map. Um, I might just start with a little bit of an anecdote. I, I've been aware of Grand Theft Auto since day one. I, I remember its uh, PC launch back in the day, back when it was a top-down game, and I actually briefly played Grand Theft Auto 2 on the Dreamcast as well back in the day. Uh, but I, I have to credit GTA 4 in particular for the first time that I really started to notice what big business gaming was becoming. And I know that it was uh, a gradual thing. It didn't happen with GTA 4. But I remember being in Australia and the primetime advertising for GTA 4 was insane how many spots there were with Nico or whatever the heck the guy's name was. Mm -hmm. uh, and just like... It, it was like advertising for a movie, basically, because there were bus stop posters, b billboards. It was just everywhere. And 
it, it, it was impossible to escape GTA 4 pre-launch and post-launch. It, it was undoubtedly one of the biggest games that came out that year. And when I heard the launch numbers, and I don't know them off the top of my head, but they must have been insane. And as we all know, GTA 5's <laughs> launch numbers were even bigger. But yeah, it, uh, it was the first time I really, really uh, noticed, uh, as someone who at the time had been away from gaming for a long time, what how big things had become and, and what a what AAA really meant. <laughs> um, and look, I, we all have a slightly differing history. I, I touched on, on mine very briefly. What, what would be your, uh, I'll start with you, Jen. What would have been your first foray into Grand Theft Auto? Like what would have been the first game you started with? That was San Andreas. Ah, I had okay. a, a coworker at the restaurant I used to work at. He was a gamer too. And I used to, I was guilty of buying crappy licensed games like Da Vinci Code and just had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and he was like, you have to get this game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And I'm like, eh, I don't think it's for me. He's like, trust me. And he told me this for weeks and I finally buckled and bought it. And I credit that game for, that's the game that I say pushed me into being a gamer uh. and introduced me to sandbox gaming. So yeah, San Andreas. Cool. And, and how, and, and uh, just as a brief aside, uh, the people that have been critical with GTA might be surprised to hear, uh, to hear that, uh, you know, it gets a lot of flack, but uh, I, I bet you're not the only person that uh, that was their gateway into mm-hmm. gaming. How about you, Tony? I know you've had a long uh, history with the series as well. I have. Uh, just in case you're curious, though, uh, GTA 4 sold 3.6 million in, on day one. Oh wow! So, I mean, for the time, that's pretty impressive. That is. I mean, yeah. nothing it compared is. to nothing compared to five. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I got started with GTA 3, uh, more or less, uh, just going over to my friend's house every weekend. On and the, he was like one of the only friends I knew at the time that had a uh, PS2, and he just had it, and that's all we do is sit and play that game all night. So. Uh, yeah, started with three, and I played all everyone after that. Never played the original two. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I as I mentioned, I I actually uh, do have some history going back to the original two games. Uh, I I did play the first one a little bit. A friend uh, had showed me it on PC, and I did play a substantial portion of GTA Two. Again, top down. I remember there were a lot of gangs in that game. <laughs> a lot, a lot of different gangs based on like real world world gangs. Um, I didn't end up beating it, but it was kind of fun. Uh, I also got Grand Theft Auto Three, and as we'll get into a bit later, Grand Theft Auto Three is kind of what lost me <laughs> on the series. Now, I haven't gone back since, but I am seriously considering going back to Five. Uh, there was just some things about Three that. Uh, Kind of put me off a little bit, but clearly uh, it didn't bother you guys um, because I guess San, and- San Andreas was, uh, is it fair to say, just a straight improvement on the formula of uh, of three and uh, and by- did it was it after Vice City San Andreas? You think I know that? I've got the uh, Wikipedia in front of yeah, me. Yeah, San Andreas came after. It did. Okay. Vice, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what we we've talked about before how GTA is very sandboxy and the, the total freedom of the game is what appeals to a lot of people. Um, what's the appeal of uh, of Grand Theft Auto for you, Jen? What I mean, why do you keep going back? What what is it uh, that draws you to to the game? Well, as I said, that was my first introduction to sandbox open world gaming, and I was just hooked right away. Um, that's that's really my favorite type of game, and I mean, no one does it better than Grand Theft Auto. I love it. I love being able to just go to all of these different areas and encounter random ass people and side missions and just you feel like it's this massive living world that you could just see anything in. And I love that. Hmm. How about how about you, Tony? You've uh, 
you've you've obviously uh being an achievement hunter <laughs> like <laughs> like the game for its own merits but also uh, going to a lot of yeah well this detail. that was also yeah three well everything really before three six any three six so really anything before four didn't have achievements so all the other ones oh, i really? played that wasn't yeah so i mean you know achievements didn't come around till 360 and then uh ps3 but anyway uh you know it's funny just uh when jen talking about that being her first open world experience i'm pretty sure that was probably the same for me i just never realized that before huh. uh so so i guess it was kind of the new experience and something i've never mm -hmm. experienced before but uh you know it's funny like I, I i really appreciate and like the fact that it was you know again open world you could run around and do whatever you want but for the most part you know i normally just stuck to uh the the story missions and everything and maybe some side quests like i never went off all that much to just do whatever really but, you know i appreciate yeah i just i appreciated that i could it's just i you know i guess i was always just more kind of to the point and just wanted to weren't playing do... the, uh, the mini games in three where you get in the school bus or whatever <laughs> and just drive around with right right one of my favorite things to do was to hop on uh what's it called the motorcycle that was like the classic harley <laughs> anyway I would love to just hop on that and drive out to the desert listening to the dust. That is the best radio station I've heard in any Grand Theft Auto game. I love the dust. <laughs> Freebird would come on. I would just go nuts. <laughs> yeah, if, if we don't have a, a section of this podcast set out for the, the radio station. Oh, we do. We, we do. We, okay, we need, yeah. to, we need to do oh, those okay, justice. Good. Okay, then I'll, we'll go back to it. <laughs> uh, and look, I'll just talk about the appeal for me. The, the, the first two games, it was honestly because... I just thought they were pretty cheeky, you know, the just the, the whole thing about hold down the button, pull the guy out of the car, steal the car. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fun. The freedom of it was was pretty cool. And um I, I did like the idea of the sandbox thing at first, but uh the um I, I liked the story quite a lot in the third game and I, I found when I get to a when I got to a point that I couldn't advance the story because the combat or the driving was standing in the way, which we'll get to a bit later. That's what kinda put mm -hmm. me off. But uh I have to admit, it's uh, you know, the crime crime stories have been done a hundred times in movies and video games before, but there's something about the way that GTA does it, even as somebody who's more of an observer than a player of the game, uh, that I have to appreciate. That and uh, I have to give them credit, the voice acting, not all the time, but a lot of the time, is pretty top shelf <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto as well. And uh, as you both be aware, there's some pretty big stars that have added their um, talents to the to the series uh both on the radio stations <laughs> and, <laughs> and without um well tony you you opened the door to the whole plot lines versus the side stuff uh <laughs> debate um i remember back in the day when gta3 was still very much uh you know the hot item i can remember on penny arcade and a few other gaming sites being a few people that were echoing the sentiment that man i just love driving around doing whatever but whenever i have to go back to plot it uh i, I get bored with it i i was kind of the opposite um where, where would you stand jen do you did you enjoy the plot as much as the side stuff or were you a little bit of a little bit of both or yeah really a little bit of both i loved the story um i actually had a moment san andreas where my jaw literally dropped because i was so surprised by something that happened in a uh, cut cut scene if you will and uh yeah, I love the story too, and that's that's part of what kept me interested. I think if I didn't like the game itself, I wouldn't have loved the game as much as I did. And, t and Tony, I gather, and and prior to Chivos, as you said, you were <laughs> you were you were trying it for the plot for the most part. But over the years, have you gotten a bit more into the uh, the weird stuff, the hang gliding, the, <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of like you said, over the years, and 
just getting older, I guess. Yeah, I've come to appreciate the stories a little bit more. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of uh, 4, really. And, God, mm. you know, it's been years and years since I played really any, you know, 3, Vice City, San Andreas or anything. So, I mean, I, I remember them vaguely, but I couldn't go into a whole lot of detail about them. Yeah. But I, I, it was interesting enough yeah. to, you know, to keep me going through, you know, what I'm sure you find, or, you know, the driving missions and kind of <laughs> sometimes doing the same repetitive thing. But I, I never got really super deep into them, but do either of you have a really, or both of you have a really favorite sort of Easter egg or like secret discovery that you f- kind of found buried that, that really sticks out in your head in a, any of the game? Uh, That's a tough one. <laughs> um, Again, for cause... me, it's just I have a hard time remembering really some of them. Uh, I mean, I can remember some of the ones from five, but. Mm. I remember. Okay, because one of my favorite things I found in 5, I had read about it online, so to me that wasn't like an Easter egg I stumbled upon. And as far as San Andreas, this isn't even an Easter egg, but I remember I had been playing the game for months, and I still managed to come across this random little strip club in the desert with this big old like plastic dinosaur outside. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this building? Oh my god, it's a strip club. Oh my god, I can go inside. This is awesome. I just loved that they had plopped that down in the middle of nowhere. That was so easy to miss for so long. I love that attention to detail. So there's a lot of little things that aren't even Easter eggs. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, otherwise, anything before five, it's really kind of hard. Is there something you have in mind, Jeff? Oh, look, I I can remember a couple of, of really rare cars that I came across in the second game. That uh, that were really that were really fun, you know, just better than the standard stuff. But I didn't really find many uh, many secrets. And in and in that game, because of the top down view, a lot of the secrets involved stuff being obscured from your view above, and you walking through and picking it up, or, you know, inadvertently. Uh, I it it um it certainly didn't have as much depth as as well like five did, which you know apparently uh, you can just <laughs> there's, there's hidden stuff all over the place in that game, and the fact that you can deep sea dive and stuff like that too i mean yeah the whole, the whole coastline must be full of hidden treasure literally yeah, um, there's uh 50 things you have to pick up for an achievement too which is a pain in the ass so <laughs> but anyway i digress um <laughs> so what's uh, the, the series has obviously evolved a lot uh graphically uh you know it's gone from top down to, to a 3d game uh it's now considered like an h you know it's pretty much fully hd now what um the, the control scheme has is, is changed quite a bit what's what's gotten better about the game what, what what would you say jen i'll start with you has has been the is everything gotten better or is there any one thing that's that really you know that the last few gta games have done better than, than the early ones have done tough i think really this last one five improved in the sense that they went kind of back which sounds weird, but because four really went wrong, the driving was way too difficult and ridiculous and it killed the fun. It's Grand Theft Auto. You can't kill the fun of driving or speeding around corners and just fishtailing like you're in this old clunker. And even just, I remember running when I was Nico and just thinking like, you fat fuck, run faster. (laughs) They just killed the fun of the action of your character. And with five, they fine-tuned that where it wasn't as arcadey as it was with San Andreas, but they went back and they realized, okay, this is a lot better. We need to make the driving easier. We need to make him run a little faster. And they just like polished everything that I've loved about San Andreas and corrected everything they effed up with four. Yeah. 
What about you, Tony? Is uh, is there is there some place that that five and and I guess four, if there's any improvements in that game that really shine compared to the earlier uh, games in the series? Uh, ex I mean, excluding four, I mean, I pretty much uh, agree with everything Jen said. I mean, I think the top two things, which are probably the most noticeable, or I guess something you do so often that you would hope that it would be improved, is you know the shooting mechanics and driving yeah. uh, have definitely gotten better. But another kind of little thing that I've actually really appreciated is that, uh, you know, in three, um, the, the main character was, uh, kind of silent most of the time. Um, and now, you know, going forward, uh, just like when you're running around shooting people, doing whatever it is you're doing, just the, like the kind of unscripted, uh, you know, little spurts of, uh, dialogue that kind of come out of the character's mouth like how more frequent it's become and just what they're saying as they're maybe beating a, a hooker mercilessly <laughs> i mean it's it's just it's, it's humorous it's fun you know it's it's just one of those little kind of yeah makes him feel more real yeah yeah I, I remember in three he seemed like uh pretty much a well not faceless but he he, he was mostly silent was he was he not in in three yeah actually it? no it's it's funny that you when i was saying that i was like did he actually even ever talk i, I really don't i can't remember <laughs> i honestly have no idea vice city seemed very flat where i didn't give a damn about the story so they definitely improved from there on I uh, I really dislike one of the main reasons that I didn't continue playing after three and I really gave up fairly soon into that game was I I really disliked the combat a lot I found it very hit and miss and um, as we'll get to a, a little bit later they seem to have improved the shooting mechanics a lot <laughs> that's fair to say and the hand to hand combat too uh, even though it can be a bit comical at times uh, at least it's not as uh, as bad <laughs> as it was in the third game where I I had some trouble with some missions that you just you know, that should have been pretty straightforward. Um, just, you know, baseball bats or hand to hand. Um, well, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about um, some of the controversies that have come up over the years. I was just thinking about that. Uh, it's, it's a game. It's a game that every, every iteration that comes out, there's going to be controversies and they get, they get lamer <laughs> with each successive generation. Uh, of course, the, um, you know, just the fact that the game quote unquote glorified um, <laughs> the very <laughs> act of stealing cars and causing mayhem uh, at one point was criticism enough. Uh, and then, uh, and then hot coffee came along and suddenly all that uh, <laughs> paled by comparison. Um, break, break it down for me, guys. Hot, hot coffee was, was not. I, I was played a, that shit. <laughs> was it a so it wasn't in meant to be in the game, or was it removed, or was it a mod? I, I'm I'm a bit unclear what the story was with Hot Coffee because there was a lot of misinformation about it. It wasn't a mod because it's nothing I added on. It was kind of an in-game. Or was it yeah, just, just was it, I, yeah it wasn't I don't think it was um like a a story mission you know kind of thing like it right mm -hmm. I mean I no. I know what it is I just I don't. You know, you think I'd be a little more well prepared, but I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't played these games in so long. You had to do a few things to get it to happen. You right. had to come in dressed a certain way. You had to be holding something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm giggling like a middle schooler. Yeah. And I think you also had to date for a few times, so you really had to go out of your way to make this happen. Yeah. So it's not like this little kid, this little eight-year-old playing the game is just going to stumble and walk into a building and see this going on and play this little mini-game. Strictly speaking, eight-year-olds shouldn't be playing Grand Theft Auto at all anyway. <laughs> no, but... but those that are, as soon as one of their friends find out, you know, it's it's going to spread like wildfire and they're all going to... Yeah, 
but yeah. the little ones won't be a victim. You know, like I think that's the thing is parents act like these poor, poor little kids are going to be subjected to this. Number one, yeah, they well, shouldn't I didn't be go playing out of... it. Yeah. yeah. Number but... one, they shouldn't be playing it. Two, if they make the decision to take all these steps to do it. That's that's not that's not on the game. You know, people that made the game, whatever. And even just the the basic thing of you know just driving up in a van at a corner, hooker goes in the car, the car starts to rock, <laughs> and the doesn't your money literally start to go down as it happens to? Yeah. Like, yeah. But fun fact, and I'm, everyone knows this, so I don't know why I'm telling you. But if she gets out, she walks away. If you run her over, you get your money back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, there you go. Everybody. Everybody. Wins. But yes, you do see your money going down. So a lot, lot of uh, controversial stuff there, and and uh, you know. Even the the latest game, of course, has not been immune. Uh, there's the Lindsay Lohan controversy. There was I, having not played the game, I, I don't know the ver- the veracity of this, but apparently there's a character that is inspired in oh, some well, way. That's well, that's the thing. It's not even a character. Well, maybe it's like some NPC on some random beach, but no, it's the. Uh, uh, let me see if she's on the front. I'm pretty sure she's on the front cover of the uh, the box. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure she has a poster. Yeah, she is on the cover. Um, yeah. But it's just her pretty much taking a selfie, with, you know, holding up a peace sign. And I'm pretty sure Lindsay Wohan's actual argument was like something to the effect of her holding up the peace sign is like almost like trademarked or something like that's her. Like <laughs> you know, anyone, you know, like anyone holding up a peace sign, you know, they're referring to Lindsay Wohan. But there's also that side quest involving that chick. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. That, yeah, yeah. That like kind of was inspi- clearly inspired by her too, yeah. but. Who the hell cares? They didn't name her Lindsay Lohan. Get over yourself. <laughs> well, I, I think they're protected by. I don't. I'm not a lawyer, but I would think parody laws should uh, should protect them from this sort of thing. Um, anyway, uh, we'll see whether that lawsuit ends up as as of the recording of this podcast. I think the wheels are still in motion there, but yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see. I, I guarantee, if this game was not the uh, multi-million dollar franchise it was, no one, uh, least of all Lindsay Lohan, would give two shits. But uh, you know, opportunity knocks. And of course, the probably the most, um, the lamest of the of all the Grand Theft Auto controversies, the non-controversy about the fact there was an all-male cast for the three different uh, characters, uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five, and we covered this in a bit of detail in our diversity podcast. And you know, I I, I really don't know that uh, that that you know you could say that women are missing out on on strides they could make if only they could have a a a really nasty criminal character <laughs> shoehorned into this cast. I think if they threw a chicken, she would have to be nuts. Every character in a Grand Theft Auto game is a criminal, crazy, <laughs> does drugs, gets hookers, goes to strip clubs. Like they don't all have it together. If there's a chick in Grand Theft Auto, she'd have to be a crazy ass bitch, and then they're gonna say, "Oh, you're portraying women as crazy menstrual psychos." Yep. Like they yeah, really can't win either for. way. Of all yeah. the criticisms I've ever heard slung at GTA, I, I mean, I, I think the fact that they that they did something different and had a multiple protagonist sort of pl- plot line was interesting. But but no, you know, uh, and uh, you know, I, it's clear that they had an interest in in following those three plot lines, and that's why they chose those three characters. Uh, some people that that wasn't enough. Uh, we we mentioned the uh, the music a little bit earlier, and there people debate about which game had the best radio stations, which were the the best radio stations. Uh, it's always it's it's been a game that's always had some pretty good licensed music in it. Some uh, I I think there are some songs out there that arguably uh, stayed 
in the public consciousness <laughs> for a little bit longer thanks to get Grand Theft Auto. Uh, what which game would have been your favorite or, or radio station for that matter as far as, far as the uh, music's concerned, Jen? <laughs> Sorry. We'll say that again. <laughs> I, like, which which game would you? I've been uh, trying to cut in. You didn't hear me. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, you'll have to edit that. Yeah. Which game would it have been that uh, what you would have considered the best as far as the uh, the music's concerned, or what would oh. best radio station, etc. San Andreas, the dust. Being uh, a classic rock fan that I am, uh, yeah, there's nothing better than that. And Freebird is my favorite all-time rock song, so uh, the dust automatically wins hands down. How about you, Tony? Which which one was uh, the best? your opinion as far as the music's concerned uh well as far as music is concerned um actually might be a weird answer but i'd have to say uh vice city only i'm only because i'm not really mm. like i'm not into 80s music necessarily <laughs> i mean i like some of it but it's just it the fact that it it the music that they had in there added to the the immersion so so well you know like really that's, fit <laughs> yeah right yeah. so yeah even though i don't really you know listen to it on my iPod, when I'm not playing the game, I definitely say that's my favorite in terms of in terms of music. Yeah. And the the driving came up a little bit before. Uh, I mean, I I've, I would say as a non-expert, the driving's been inconsistent over the course of the series. It's it's been good in some games, annoying in others. Uh, did did five generally? I mean, I think you mentioned earlier five managed to get the balance a bit better. Guys, is that is that? I would say so. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's obviously not a driving simulator, but it's it's like Jen said, it's fun. You know, I'm not looking for this to be, you know, Forza or uh, Gran Turismo or anything. Oh no. But... <laughs> yeah. No. I I I just found it um, in three in particular. And granted, I was playing a PC port, so I have to accept that probably has a little bit to do with <laughs> what the controls felt like. But I didn't really care for the driving. Um, but you know, I I've heard I've heard people say that it, it's it's a game that's that's pretty fun. Um. To, to tool around in and even just do mini games and race around evade the cops uh, may, maybe i need to start playing the console versions maybe that's been my problem all along well we'll see how five does i think that comes out in january for pc yeah so. yeah and i i did want to cover that uh gta 5 having a, a, a re-release or what, what should we call it an upgraded release or new next gen release <laughs> uh originally debuted on the 360 and the ps4 for, uh, PS3. Uh, it's now going to have a PS4, Xbox One, and PC release. And is it, I mean, graphical upgrade, I suppose, yeah, you can expect that. But uh, the thing that's gotten the most attention seems to be this first person view. Um, and I, I'm assuming that uh, the combat previously never really allowed for any sort of scope or first person type view. Uh, well, I mean, 5 did at least. I mean, with the sniper rifles. Mm. Um... I guess you could, you know, it was more of a ADS kind of thing, I guess. But um, yeah, I guess. But other other than that, yeah, I guess there was really no room for a first person kind of mode. Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you guys think that they've that they've decided to put that feature in? Is that is there? I mean, it's an option, which is good because <laughs> I think it would be a shame for them to to make it all one or the other, given they have the choice. But what what would you say? I mean. You've you've played first person shooters before, Jen. What do you what do you think it is? Is it just to try to make the game appeal to people that it wouldn't to other otherwise, or possibly? I mean, to be honest, I don't have a great desire to play it in first person because in San Andreas you were able to switch in different viewpoints mm. from you know third person a little farther out, a little closer, and I think it was either first person or something a lot closer to it, and I didn't like 
that feeling. Yeah. You know, to me in a big open world sandbox game, I want third person from a standard distance or it feels weird. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Tony, uh, on the same sort of topic, the, the heist missions obviously are one of the things that were done pretty well in, in five. It, it, would the first person view kind of really add to that sort of setup where you've got group combat going on or yeah i mean from what they they showed in the uh the trailer just you know heists are obviously taking place inside banks and everything and you're in tight corridors so yeah yeah i think from that perspective it, it would work pretty well <laughs> but uh I, I, you know and how they are just now saying you know the heists are coming uh multiplayer almost you know a year and a half after <laughs> release but yeah. you know now that i think about it i wouldn't be surprised if uh that has to do more with the re re-release but yeah can, can we just go back quickly to yeah, controversy sure. because i realized that we just swooped past that Did and we, we miss didn't one? cover <laughs> the biggest controversy to me of the last game of gta 5 which is the torture scene ah yes uh i completely forgot about that yeah, yeah. i i had as well uh well i mean uh lay it out for us jen what what um what exactly did that entail? <laughs> it was it was like the hot coffee of torture. It it was this little sort of <laughs> mini game, but it was forced on you. It was a it was a story mission, mm. and it was like they make you go through each uh, device, and you actually had to push the buttons to make him you know do use these different torture devices on this guy. And to me, of everything in Grand Theft Auto, everything I've seen, everything I've heard, everything I've just laughed off. That was the one thing that kind of made me feel a little ill mm. and a little bit like, ill. why am I playing this? Like, I felt kind of sick with myself. Mm. To me, that is something that I understand when people are like, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. What was your reaction, Tony? Um, I've been playing games for too long and seen so much <laughs> shit. It didn't That's really all right. Fit. I mean, but again, but again, I, I, like Jen said, I can understand it was a bit you much. Know, the, the fact that you had to actually press the button and you had to use every single yeah. uh, device that, yeah, I can, I can understand it, but I, I've yeah, seen I, torture scenes in games before. Like I think at least two, if not really? three of the Metal Gear Solid games had torture scenes. Now, granted it was you, the character of Solid Snake being tortured in them. And it was, oh. the idea was to survive them rather than to, <laughs> to make you do it but yeah I've, I've seen i mean yeah we've all seen gruesome stuff before but yeah that that uh that, that i did hear mentioned uh in, in a few places is, is something that people found a little bit unsettling and then again maybe it was meant to but uh yeah uh, i i'm actually kind of surprised that didn't get more attention perhaps the uh, behind the whole all-male protagonist thing it didn't get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just so much work <laughs> just uh the attention it, it perhaps should have had yeah, and it is, you know, again, it's a torture scene. The guy doesn't actually die. And I think uh, what happens when you, like, kind of sort of have to get rid of the guy that you just tortured, I, that was pretty funny. So <laughs> uh, it, I laughed. I laughed it off, and then I really didn't give it a second thought. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for reminding us. And I knew there was uh, I knew there was one um, out there that we'd forgotten. Um, Tony, you mentioned in passing the multiplayer uh, and look online. I, I have next to no knowledge of either online components or multiplayer as far, as far as GTA is concerned. It, is it was his five is five the first game that that's been featured in or has no? There... They they had it on four. It was just god awful. Oh. I mean... Yeah. So what is it about? Is five just doing heists together? What what is the idea of the multiplayer in, in Grand Theft Auto Five? And have either of you tried it? Or yeah, yeah, I've uh, yeah, I've done it. It's um, it's more you know they they put you in a, a world with I want to say up to sixteen other players. 
And it's just more or less you just kind of drive around, do whatever you want. I mean, you can set up braces and uh, things like that. And, of course, they will be adding in heist. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's it was actually really fun. Huh. Um so it's it, much more appealing than uh than four, and the and the you know you could hop right into it. Yeah. Uh, four was a little more, I guess, convoluted to get yeah. into an actual multiplayer game, but yeah, I think five handled it pretty well. Do either of you? I take it, Jen, you haven't actually tried that out. That that no. mode. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do do either of you feel that they'll ever try to go MMO for uh for for Grand Theft Auto? Do you do you ever think they'll they'll see we'll see something like that in, in future with the uh, with the with the Grand Theft Auto game or even a Rockstar uh... game for that matter? Uh, you know, I don't know because Rockstar, you know, they whether you like them or not, um, they do seem to heavily concentrate on story. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's a even even if there are, you know, and I'm sure there are players out there that probably will never touch a story mission. They're just running around doing whatever they want. <laughs> I I think it's it's more or less a staple. I, I'm not saying that they wouldn't ever do something like that, but it might be um, like a spinoff kind of thing, more or less. Yeah. But, they... and, and the thing. The other thing is that, you know, with uh, GTA 4, you know, their multiplayer was, you know, GTA 4's multiplayer. What they what they do with, they don't call Grand Theft Auto, the multiplayer in 5, Grand Theft Auto 5 multiplayer. It's Grand Theft Auto Online. Right. You know, it's so, you, you, you could almost say it's, that in and of itself is kind of like a spinoff, but... I if I I don't know if they ever just go straight that and ditch the uh, single player campaign, but I hope they don't. I, yeah, I, I had a feeling you'd say that, Jen. You seem to be pretty attached to the <laughs> game and it as it yeah. as it exists. Um, yeah, and, and uh, you know there are other companies out there that uh, are so greedy that you know the the thought of passing up MMO dollars would be too uh, too tempting. But Rockstar basically just print money <laughs> making the games they're already making so maybe the temptation's a little less for them although i'm not surprised they tried with this online and uh if they're going to continue to support it and it looks like they are tony uh um it, it looks like it'll be worthwhile um who would uh who would you say i'll start with you jen would be your and there's obviously been a lot of different protagonists who, who would be your favorite uh protagonist or character for that matter uh from uh from your grand theft auto playing days wow uh damn either cj or michael okay um how about you tony have you got it is there any one character that stands out for you uh yeah i mean it's tough i mean i I really love five i love all three of the characters but i i think i'd have to go with trevor (laughs) i mean maybe that's the the you know the the bandwagon answer but i I just i love that character Yeah, he, he he seems like a popular choice. Is, is there a uh, is there a villain out there that really stands out for you guys either of the uh, <laughs> of all the series as well? Ten Penny. Hmm. Isn't that Fallout? No. Wait, Ten. Which game was that? That was the. Wasn't that one of the cops in uh, San Andreas? Now you're making me doubt myself. Uh, maybe. Penny. Mm, I think it was. What was the uh, What was the name? Hang on. Let me Google it. <laughs> Ten Penny. You said. T- Tenpenny. It's Tenpenny. Okay. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> there is a Tenpenny in Fallout, though, isn't there? Fallout Three. That's what I'm. Yeah. Or Tenpenny Tower or something. I don't know. That's what I was thinking of. But it, for me, anyway, I no, I not really. I mean, it's kind of weird, but the the villains were kind of. <laughs> well, in a game small... in, a, in a game where you play a pretty despicable <laughs> character, <laughs> right, like right. Focusing on the villains is perhaps. <laughs> Not, not what they should uh, be doing. No, the evil cops in uh, San Andreas were really added a really cool element to it. They were really 
they were the enemy. Even though you were the criminal, they were worse. So, um, looking ahead to uh, the future of the series, um, and you know, and if there's any rumors you've heard, by all means, um, jump in with them. But um, is there is there somewhere you'd like to see the the, the game the series go that it hasn't before? Um, Jenna, is, is there a uh, a setting or, or is there something that they haven't done in, in GTA that you'd like to see, uh, you know, when the, when six inevitably comes out or, or are, is the formula as is pretty, uh, pretty solid as far as you're concerned? I think it's very solid. Um, I think really the only thing I would like is to maybe add in a, another city, maybe like mm. right now we have these big maps and there's different areas, but there's always like one main city. Mm. What I would really like is a main city that's, completely detached where you have to fly there i think that oh, would be okay. fun because i love there was one mission in san andreas where you got into a plane and you basically flew up into the sky and <laughs> off the map and you landed in another city and i thought that that was really cool so just kind of the thought of that would be i mean we got a taste of that in san andreas but mm. i and in five sure. too it, uh, yeah what, what, what is, is it canada that you fly up to i think it's some <laughs> or maybe it's up north or like one of the michigan it? or something like that Grand Theft yeah. it's, it, way North. It's like mm-hmm. the very you start. Yeah, when you start the game off, uh, you're there, and then at one point you have to fly back as Michael, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but if you were gonna ask me as far as what I would like to see, I mean, it, as long as they don't do something like Four did, where I mean, I appreciate it. It was you know obviously supposed to be like New York City, but I guess it was San Andreas, right? Uh, Jen, that they kind of the map was so diverse that you had like a desert in one part, the city, beach, forest kind of thing, and they've you know stuck with that in five. Yeah, they basically had LA, San Francisco, and Vegas, and desert and mountains, Hollywood Hills. I mean, they covered a shit ton of locations in San Andreas, and that, yeah, very diverse. And that to me, the more of that, the merrier. Do you ever see them going outside of the U.S. again? Um, I would kind of hope they would. I think that would be kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, if, uh, if, um, got, oh, sorry, not going 60 seconds. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if the, if the fast and the furious can go to Japan, surely, uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto can go overseas. I, I'm kind of curious if they'll ever try, uh, a retro game again, like they did with vice city and, and just set it some, at some point in the past. I think that could be interesting, uh, I, particularly for the music. You know, it it almost writes itself, really. If you I would pick love the right the era, 60s. yeah, late sixties, uh, early seventies, yeah, fun. I almost think a, a Grand Theft Auto set in like the Prohibition era yes. would be a, would be pretty cool. Granted, the cars oh God, would, be wouldn't so be nearly fun. as interesting to handle, but uh, one uh, one can picture um, you know a lot of the gangster stories, um, whether they were you know true to life or, or not. Um, it, it it could be interesting, but yeah, the uh, and and we as as we know, you know, they've done um, an old West game, Rockstar, and and they were able to pull that that off very well. So well, I I think they could tackle just about any era if they wanted. Look how good Mafia Two was. I mean, if Rockstar got their hands on a game like that and basically had a Grand Theft Auto, mm. oh, so good. Yeah. What about uh, Grand Theft Auto Jetsons or like future? <laughs> you think they'll ever go? Think they'll ever go space age? Uh, or something I don't like that. think they do. I I don't think they would. I hope not. They seem to, you know, even kind of. Uh, I guess besides uh, like San Andreas or uh, not San Andreas, but Vice City, like they like to, especially in five, you can definitely see it. But in four and some of the other titles, they kind of like to uh, make parodies of current yeah. events or you know certain yeah. things. So. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, they that they you're right. If they if they do something like that, then they lose the ability to be able to comment on and and parody uh, current current events, which is you know one of the appeals to this series. Well, I think I covered just about everything I, I wanted to, guys. Unless there was anything else uh, you wanted to touch on, thanks thanks for that. Uh, being being the game that oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying no. Uh, being the game that kind of made the sandbox uh gaming genre popular and given we did cover that a few some episodes back i i thought it was uh worth uh worth touching on and uh you know certainly um if 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 we were going to do assassin's creed then this is a series that uh certainly deserved its own episode as well we'll uh We'll jump to uh, our my my high score quiz, which always tied to the topic in question. This week's uh, being Grand Theft Auto. We've actually had a Grand Theft Auto related question before, so I had to delve a little deeper this time. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, I've come up with something that'll stump you too. Um, as always, multiple choice, and uh, I'll start with um, I'll start with Jen first because I think I have a better chance of tripping up Tony if he goes second. Um, <laughs> you bastard. Uh, <laughs> um, Rockstar North, uh, which was formerly called DMA Design Limited, is the studio primarily responsible for the Grand Theft Auto franchise. Uh, what country is it based in? Your choices are, uh, Jen, you'll be selecting first. Cho- the choices are A, Canada, B, England, or C, Scotland. What do you think, Jen? Uh, I want to say Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going with Canada A. And, uh, a. Uh, Canada A. Wow, I couldn't have planned that better. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Tony? Canada. Uh, just just off the name Rockstar North, I'm I'm gonna have to go Canada too. Okay. Well, the uh, the I was I was hoping that would trip you guys up. The answer is in fact Scotland. Uh, the the company in question is um, I think it was originally Dundee and now in Edinburgh. Uh, yeah, Scotland uh, is where Rockstar North are based. Yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised that call, that Rockstar North would have th- thrown you guys off. Uh, surely you wouldn't believe that Canadians could come up with such a um, violent game, a violent, <laughs> awful game. <laughs> um, and I'll I'll get to my uh, old school recommendation of the week. And I normally try and uh, make an old school recommendation that's thematically linked or something like that. But in this case, I couldn't. So. Uh, short of just saying an old Grand Theft Auto title, which would have been too predictable. So I've decided to go completely 180 degrees in the opposite direction, and I'm going to recommend Tokyo Bus Guide for Sega Dreamcast, <laughs> released in 1999. Uh, it's a Japanese uh, import, uh, and I, I own it. I've, I've played it. It works very well on the NTSC Dreamcasts. Um, it is exactly what it sounds like. You literally drive a bus, a tour guide bus, <laughs> around <laughs> around Tokyo, around uh, predetermined maps. Uh, you have to follow the traffic w- rules. You've got to pick up passengers, stop at the right places, change lanes properly, signal. You've got to make a certain time on your route, obey traffic rules and all that. Uh, it is strangely challenging, uh, and it gives me a new respect for bus drivers because <laughs> it can be pretty hard, actually. There's Was a number first simulator game before simulator games were a thing i mean <laughs> it's the first time i've ever seen anything like it and you know today you, you get like train simulator this train simulator that at the time i don't think these were nearly as popular or common but man it uh 
it can be pretty tricky, particularly the parking side of things. Uh, I've, uh, I don't know that I've ever actually got through with a hundred percent on any of the courses before. <laughs> and, uh, you, it's also, you've got to, you've got to watch the speed limit too. Like, you know how mostly when you play a driving game, you basically just, uh, what the right trigger down, <laughs> you gotta be <laughs> a little more careful with this game, uh, because it will strip points for just about anything. Um, and yeah, I, I thought, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was worth mentioning. It, it, it is you, you could not get a, a challenge that is more uh, you know, completely different to a to a racing game or a, a game like like GTA. Uh, but yeah, uh, not nearly as boring as it as it would sound. There's quite a bit of Japanese writing in it, but it's actually pretty easy to understand. And I think the menus are all in English. Um, I had to print out a, um, a half Japanese, half English sort of game guide to get some tips about how to play it better. But um, yeah, strangely fun, and I, I think you can get that game for under 20 bucks, no problem, on the likes of eBay, etc. Um, I'll just mention uh, our Twitch channels had a lot of activity recently, uh, much of it um, thanks to Tony <laughs> and uh, the uh, Master Chief Collection, um, and Brian's been um, been playing the odd game here and there, including, um, was it Sunset? Warfare. Yes, and uh, Sunset, and Sunset Overdrive. Overdrive. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Um, a bit of bit of PS4 and Xbox One streaming going on. Um, is it always in bite-sized, fifteen-minute chunks, or is it just the recordings are in? <laughs> no, it's just um, unfortunately uh, when when Brian and I do it, we're doing it through the uh, PS4 or the Xbox One. When my um, oh. buddy Axelon is doing his, he's actually doing it through a. Uh, I believe he's doing it through a capture, capture card. card. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, well, like I mentioned at the top of the show, our Twitter feed is at Enthusiax, and our YouTube channel uh, is Enthusiax. Um, we have a forum uh, at Enthusiax.com uh, right there at the top on the right. Click the forum button. You can uh, join into our uh, forum discussion. Our email uh, address for the mailbag for this show is pointstreak at Enthusiax.com if you have any questions, uh, feedback, or suggestions for the show. I'll thank my guests once again, uh, Jennifer and Tony. Thank you again for joining us. Um, I think, uh, you, for me personally, anyway, you're definitely the two biggest uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto experts I know. Mm -hmm. So uh, you were the perfect choice uh, for this subject. Even if we don't remember everything. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, <laughs> well, look, you've been playing it for a long time, and the, these games are 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 vast. So the, the thought of you remembering everything in in gory detail is uh, it's a bit hard to expect. Um, but yeah, we'll. Uh, it won't be the last of the uh, genre discussions we do on the show. Um, haven't thought of a suitable one yet, but uh, to do after this. But um, we'll keep you in mind. Um, well, thanks. Thanks again, and thank you for listening to Point Streak.